Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. (laughs) All right, welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. Joe and I are comparing notes on entertainment programs that are on uh, the various streaming. Ashamed of you, didn't watch Ozark. You and your wife couldn't catch up. What's the premise of that particular one? It's about Marty Bird and his wife, uh, Laura Linney and Jason Bateman, great actors and actresses. And it's about a couple that winds up being forced into money, doing money laundering for a cartel and what implications that has on them and the people around them. Don't tell me what happens. I still got a couple episodes left. Uh, I'm, I think I'm on the last or next to the last episode now. No, I won't tell you anything. When he keeps this secret from his wife initially, right? Well, no, his wife is the one who precipitates it all. By. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm not thinking of the right show. Okay. All right. So Ozark's a super show to watch. It is. One of the best shows. Was that Netflix? That's Netflix. Okay. And I found Bosch, the new Bosch, where you told me it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is it? Freebie. Freebie. Yeah. Oh. It used to be IMDB, Internet okay. Movie Database TV. Now it's Freebie. What's IMDB stand for? Internet Movie Database. It's, oh, I uh, never knew what it stood for. Mm-hmm. And actually, I've been watching new old Perry Mason episodes on, on MDB <laughs> while I've been going at the gym. <laughs> Speaking of lacking broad appeal, how are those how are those shows? Hey, it's work? fun to watch everybody on a telephone, you know, on an old t- dial fel- telephone, and they're all going into phone booths all the time. <laughs> <laughs> then the phone rings on the table about four or five times, and somebody says, "Are you going to answer that?" Right. And well, sort of the, the phone dial. rings, and uh, you, all of a sudden, Mister Mason, it's for you. <laughs> how they track him down? He knows the phone numbers of every place he's going, and. Of course, they didn't have computers to advance the storyline, so they used a private detective, Paul Drake. Oh, okay. All right. Who would miraculously appear in seconds with information that should have taken years to gather. (laughs) Well, I I remember uh, there were several episodes where people were deep in conversation and the phone was ringing. And, and of course, it's a traditional phone ring. And someone always said, that must be the phone. (laughs) <laughs> I just remember that. For some reason, I don't know why that's stuck in my head. Anyway, that my, must my be question is, why is it that we never questioned Gilligan's Island? That well, they couldn't ridiculous. find any way to get off the island, but they can make all this stuff from the <laughs> yeah. island Yeah, they can supplies. make a, a shortwave radio and balloons and boats and lots of food and have all kinds of plenty but of we never questioned. But we never questioned why when we're watching it. But now it's like, wait a minute. You can make a radio out of bamboo, but you can't. <laughs> I never watched it. I had better things to do. Oh, really? I think they made radios out of the old radio that was on the boat. I don't know. I was just being, I was just exaggerating. But so, they would make the craziest things out of the supplies that they had, but they couldn't get off the island. I think it became obvious eventually they didn't wish to be rescued, that they were enjoying their life on the island and things were going okay. <laughs> and no romances developed on Gilligan's Island. Did you ever notice that? That's true. A couple yeah. of 
knowledgeable people, but none of them ever. Uh, they never. There was. It was always tension and no release. So. Oh, sorry, I missed it. Sounds like a real fun time. <laughs> and obviously, uh, obviously, Tom Hanks' character on Castaway never watched Gilligan's Island, right? You know, or he would have been able to make more stuff than just the raft. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Kevin, I'm going to say to you the same thing Perry Mason said to his secretary. That must be the phone. It's it ringing. is. It's ringing. All right. 1-800-795. Remember his secretary's name? Uh, Della Street. Oh, no. I would not have remembered that. No, no, no. All right. 1-800-795-9565. I imagine we'll find out what's on Stan's mind shortly here. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. I love Wrong. it. Wrong. It's Eric. It is not Stan. It is Eric. It's our other good caller who has great stuff to get us started each morning. Uh, you can email us if you so choose, and four people have done so in the past week or so uh, at on the market WKOK.com, including your favorite EB, who sends you notes and says, Joe, you ignorant Well, actually, blank. EB does have a point in this email. No. I, I will okay. concede that. To be continued. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll read that then. All right. I think he always has a point. It's just sometimes you don't like it. <laughs> and you can text us at 70236. I just fired I don't dislike his points. I just don't agree with all of them. <laughs> I think there were a couple you didn't like. All right. You can text us at 70236, but you have to include the keyword OTM. Of course, U.S. Supreme Court, war in Ukraine, uh, folks running for office in Pennsylvania, the dozens of candidates who are trying to win in the primary and the things they're saying about each other. Franklin and Marshall has a new poll out, but doesn't really give any new clear indications about anything. Still got uh, Lou Barletta, uh, kind of a distant third in the gubernatorial race behind uh, uh, Mastriano and uh, the other fellow whose name escapes me. The other fellow? Yeah. White? Uh, uh, no, Dave's way back, unfortunately. Oh, okay. yeah, I thought he was a good candidate, but anyway. And the mega-maga candidates seem to be getting the most uh, chit-chat these days, although Dr. Oz is still ahead in the Senate poll. I sent that to you, incidentally. I don't know if you got that. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, Eric, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Ah, I would say, ah, Joe's here today. Yay. <laughs> you got to pick on I Joe. Heard that, ah, I heard that. So is that a sigh of relief, Joe, that I'm on the call, or that a sigh of consternation that I was calling you? No, you're, uh, Mark just said he thought it was Stan, and I said, no, it's Eric, and we... It's smiled. Good. It's all good. Everybody's all good. We're, we're okay. welcome to well, that. Was a, that was a radio smile. Okay, I'll take it that way. So, former former President Trump was in Western PA over the weekend, stumping for his candidate. So, the, the question I have this morning is, how much should a a a endorsement affect uh, someone's individual decision on who to vote for? Your well, thoughts. What, what endorsement has ever moved you to say, oh, I wasn't going to vote for that guy, but so-and-so says to do that, so I'm going to do it? I've never had uh, anybody. Very, very little. I, I I pride myself on, on looking at the the issues and get, trying to get into the candidates ahead of time um, So and, and not and trying to uh, ignore uh, TV ads because one of the things that bothers me the greatest is in this great country of ours, and it is a great country, but to get elected, you have to have enough money to get on television. And as we all know, television is expensive. So how many of our folks have had to sell their souls, so to speak, to private interests who come calling once you're elected? Because let's face it, uh, they are investing money into a candidate for a reason. And in our, our you know, economy, uh, you know, you're going to come, come calling sometime and say, you know, I gave you all this money. 
Now I, I like you to uh, to you know, do some of my bidding. I hate to tell and, you, but but radio is much more effective for political spots than television. Because I'm not talking about effectiveness, Joe. I believe you. We I'm don't run six or eight of them back to well, back. And also, just to question your logic there, what possible money providing does Doctor Oz need? He's a longzillionaire already, and he's getting money from President Trump, who isn't going to be president, according to most people, in 2024. So, I, the the theory that the endorsement is a way to get the mother's milk of ads doesn't apply to Oz because he has his own money and it doesn't matter because Trump's not going to be an influencer at least not an elected one in the years ahead but is it- <laughs> yeah, Joe yeah Mark I'm sorry Mark and uh, the Easter Bunny and and and, and Santa Claus too uh, I, I thought this was a show okay. we're going to try to illuminate <laughs> folks not try to pull the wool over their eyes um, so you think that 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 uh, Mahmoud Oz is not getting any any money into his campaign. He's spending all his own dollars. No, no, no. I didn't say that. that. It isn't. He's probably getting his gazillions. name's not Mahmoud. It's Mehmet. Mehmet. Besides, <laughs> um, I apologize. Mehmet. That that's that's the uh, must be the Turkish Turkish uh, interpretation of that that name. There, Joe. I didn't say. I didn't say that he's well, not I didn't getting money. You were I just so said that xenophobic. he doesn't need money. <laughs> you you, you must be xenophobic. You know, you accused me of being that a while back. Now I, I would have to say you. Are. When did I accuse you of being xenophobic, which is what, color blind? No, that's color no, it's nation, nations, national. national nationalities. Okay, okay. When no, I was talking I, about... I, I'm not, I don't care where you were born, but I, I, my, my vote's going to go to someone who actually was born in the United States, or, or perhaps... If they weren't born here, at least are citizens only of the United States. But that's not the reason I call. Well, what if your ancestors, Mark, 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 uh, what, what if your Eric, Eric, what if your ancestors felt that way? We wouldn't have elected anybody, George Washington or anybody else. I mean, if their ancestors weren't born in this country, we we certainly can't have them as our leaders. George can we? Washington wasn't born in the United no, States. No, his ancestors. There, I sir. said his ancestors. Besides, uh, Mamet Oz was born in Ohio. So he was born in the U.S. He just visited his uh, native Turkey, his parents' native Turkey, often. And and he is not a citizen still of Turkey, Mark. I think he has dual citizenship, dual citizenship. but he had talked about uh, renouncing that. I, right. I I don't really follow. The that. only reason he uh, maintained he, he did not serve in the uh, Turkish army. He did. he did. Yes, he did. And he served the United States Army at the same time, right? No, I mean, he, served, he did not he, serve he in came the U.S. Army. Said, this is the United States of America. I want to serve here too. I, w- I want to support the country of, you said, his birth. I have no idea what his mindset was while he was in the military. I have no idea what he was thinking about any army, even the one he was in. You make him sound like a Turkish terrorist. <laughs> you you brought that up. I don't know. Is that what it is, coming in the United States and trying to throw your will on our folks? Not really. Know, by what, any means possible? Maybe know, he is. You're the one that said it, not me. He's he's not throwing his will around. He, he's doing what every oh. American citizen has the right to do. He's running for public office. He's putting himself in front of the American people or the you people of Pennsylvania. You are absolutely right. Every citizen in New Jersey wants to come to Pennsylvania and try to, <laughs> to take a seat because I don't have one of my own state to have. Well, you know, you, I guess you just don't believe in the United States of America. You would have been one of the leading civil right, or civil war people urging the secession because the state's more important than the country. Uh, Joe, be very careful where you go there, considering one of my ancestors died in that war. Be very careful. <laughs> well, some of mine died there, too. So. Oh, dear. But it's the truth. But I'm, not accusing, I'm not accusing you of being a, a rebel, am I? Well, I'm just saying, you seem to think states' rights trump national, the fact that we're all Americans. 
Now you brought Trump back into it. Now, I come on. I say Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. I did use the word Trump. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'll let someone else call in. But uh, my, my point, and I'll reiterate, and I'll get off the phone here, okay. is um, I don't believe that anyone, you know, who taps someone as President Trump, for whatever reason, is now tapping uh, Dr. Mr. Dr. Oz for uh, to what end? Uh Mr. Trump is not doing it out of the goodness of his heart. There is some political motivation behind it, and that's very scary. But if, for someone who is a four, one, one-time president of the United States, now a resident of, is it New York or Florida now, Joe? I forget. Florida. He Florida. He's Florida. Uh, someone from Florida telling Pennsylvanians who they should vote for. So he didn't tell you who uh, they vote for. Ignoring the fact that of the man's record, ignoring the fact that the man is, is not only a U.S. citizen, uh, there, there is some motivation behind it, unless you just think former President Trump is just off his rocker and and does whatever he wants because he wants to to get more attention. You got any problem with people from Illinois endorsing candidates? Barack Obama's done it. You got any problem okay. with that? Who's he endorsing? Who I voted for for him? Well, I don't know. He's endorsing Democratic candidates. Apparently, you must have a problem with that because he's from Illinois. Who? Hey, can you Barack tell me Obama. who he has endorsed? Because I have no idea. No, I, 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 I've gone on this show and say I'm supporting Connor Lamb on the issues of, one, that the, the government should stay out of a woman's body, period. Two, that he <laughs> believes in supporting uh, a way of keeping Social Security up and active by by uh, taxing folks uh, above the current right, limit on Social Security go. income. Okay. Those, those are the issues I, I'm, I'm, I'm supporting. I don't care who's endorsing them. I'm going on what the candidate said. All right, we got you. Fair Thank enough. you so much. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, gentlemen. I Take appreciate care. the opportunity, as always. Anytime, sir. 1-800-795-9565. The opinions of Eric are the opinions of Eric. <laughs> That's all we want to say. But, uh, yeah, call us now. Turkey's a big U.S. ally. I don't think we really have any... Uh... They're a NATO member the last time I looked. But... Oh, my gosh, yes. And and, uh, well, I'm sure our State Department has wonderful relations with Turkey. Well, so. Erdogan can be a bit of a handful. There but. you go. So you <laughs> drop a couple names here. All right, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com or text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. That's the Perry Mason theme, in case you're not familiar. Oh, I, I thought I recognized it. <laughs> yep. Okay, so what's what's happening on the screen when this music is going? Perry is sitting in the courtroom looking very satisfied, reading papers. 
and then the uh, stars of the show flash on the screen. It would have been shocking if he'd been standing in the courtroom, right? <laughs> he stands, he walks in, stands, sits down. Oh, he can stand. Okay. Picks up a sheet of papers, looks at them, and smiles. Okay, well, that works out. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. You can find out tons more about them at their third address, which is sunburymotors.com. I invite you to do which I have done on many occasions. Go to the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. We take all of our Sunbury Media Services vehicles down there for tune-ups or work, and they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspections, nitrogen for tires. They got a body shop. They got an alignment shop, and they got every other kind of specialized shop you need to take good care of vehicles. They even have a parts shop where they sell quite a few parts, and that's the Quick Lane on North 4th Street. But if you're ready for a new vehicle, a brand new Ford, Hyundai, or Kia, both Kia, Hyundai, and Ford all have some brand new vehicles that are coming out that they've never sold in the past. The Maverick, very highly rated by Consumer Reports magazine. The Hyundai Elantra's got is morphed into a smaller, sleeker, partially electric SUV. And the Kia, of course, the Telluride is the gold standard for every vehicle that's coming out these days. Uh, those are some of the vehicles that they got, but a hundred more uh, to be sure. Sometimes there is a wait. Four weeks is the, probably the shortest wait that they've got on stock these days. And a couple of months would be the longest, but they have the allotments to get the vehicle you want when you're ready for it at one of these shops owned by the Sunbury Motor Company. So check them out, sunburymotors.com. Do as I've done for Joe. Buy your good friend an F-150 <laughs> Lightning that is just a few How months. Nice of you. I'm still waiting for it, though. I well, haven't seen it yet. It's, in the, it's on a train waiting for a chip. It already has a serial number, though. Okay. The, the vehicle actually exists. It's just under the hood. There's a couple of red pieces of tape covering the hole where some chips go. As soon as those chips come in, um, I told Middlesworth to crank some out for him, but they said that won't actually help. All right, Stan, you are on the mark. Thank you for your patience. Really appreciate it. I hope you weren't yelling at the radio too loud while I did that good uh, read. No, nah, no. Nah. Somebody Motors is a good company, so... Uh, I'll surprise Eric. I agree with him on Dr. Oz to a point. Uh, the problem is if Dr. Oz does get the nomination for the Republican Party, I will vote for him because I will never vote for a Democrat. Plain and simple. Well, yeah, and I think the, I, and I, to, I mentioned this poll, Franklin and Marshall came out with a new poll that says Dr. Oz is like 30% of Republicans oppose him. It would, and only about 20% favor him, which is really strange for negative numbers for a candidate to be greater than the favorable numbers. You know, every candidate has some negative quotient. You know, it's usually pretty small. But uh, about 30 or 50% of Republicans say they don't, no, 30% say they don't favor his candidacy. And the reason? No. Oh, because, you know, he's not a, a long-time, lifelong <laughs> conservative. And maybe the carpetbagging, I guess, would be part of it. But I, I honestly think it's just they don't aren't quite clear where he stands, at least with some of the other MAGA candidates. You, you're 100% clear where they are. Well, yeah. I mean, he's made some statements in the past about a whole host of things that uh, would go definitely against everything I, I think. So, yeah, that, that won't happen. But, you know, if he gets a nominee nomination i will vote for him i'll hold my nose like i did mccain because a republican in office is better than any democrat now as far eric asked about you know trump's motivation trump's motivation from what i understand is that he wants to get rid of democrats in dc plain and simple he wants republicans in office that's why he's doing what he's doing 
And the other thing is, you know, Eric was talking big money donors going to the Republicans only. Well, I'm sorry. It goes to both parties. And his vaunted candidate, Connor Lamb, I'm sure is getting big money donors to donate to his campaign along with Fetterman. That's, you know, that's just the nature of the game. Now, McCormick and Oz both have millions of dollars of their own money that they can sink into the campaigns. My understanding is Lamb, Lamb and the Fetterman don't. So, time will tell what happens there. Okay, that's a fair point, but, um, you know, let's face it. I, I think that Connor Lamb would be the more reasonable of the two Democratic <laughs> candidates for the office. I mean, I won't disagree. I won't disagree with you on that, Joe. You know, and it, it's like <laughs> it, you said you would never vote. You would never vote for a Democrat. I mean, I could see. Uh, I like Josh Shapiro. I don't like some of what he stands never. for, but I I think he's a very man of great integrity. I think he's done an excellent job when he hasn't been opposing Republicans on purely political grounds as our uh, attorney general. You know, he's well, done Well, that done, doesn't make him a man of integrity, Joe. If he's going to oppose on political only grounds when he's supposed to be the head law, you know, chief law enforcement officer of the state that was voted in as the attorney general. And he's, he's you he's know, done, he's strictly done that. politics. No, I'm sorry. I, I didn't say he was strictly politics. I said, like all political candidates, he does some political things. Uh, I'm sure a Republican, when, when Tom Corbett was the attorney general, he did some political things, too. That's how he wound up being governor. I don't think either. Well, of them. I think he. Yeah, I think Doug Mastriano is going to undo the uh, great momentum of um, Dave White. Right? No. Um, of uh, I'm drawing a blank. Shapiro. Uh, thank oh, you. Okay, Dave White. Uh, who? Uh, who's Dave White's do a no, Senate candidate. Who's going to do this? <laughs> Doug Mastriano. I only, know Wal- I only know Walter White. I don't know Dave Mastriano White. will undo the great work of Mr. <laughs> Shapiro. Okay. In the fall. Lawrence's worthless prediction. You think he's going to get... Of course, I still am uh, hoping President Hillary Clinton's... Maybe there's some lost votes or something. <laughs> Look, my predictions don't always pan out. Of course, I still think Donald Trump's going to be our next president, so don't go by me. Hey, and he might be. I, I won't discount that. I mean, it's if he, if he runs again and gets the nomination, I'll vote for him. That's, right. that's plain and simple. Because he's done way more good in four years of office than Biden will ever do in four years' office because it's been proven that all Biden wants to do is destroy. All right, we've got another caller waiting. Have fun. Have a great day. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you so much, Stan. Thanks for calling in. Mike, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Hey, good morning, man. Uh, There was a caller previously that he said everything about Dr. Oz, except what he wants, what Oz was going to do in office, he had all these reasons to vote against Oz, and I just kind of thought that was kind of interesting coming from someone who, you know, basically aligns with the liberals who are very open to different nationalities, different occupations, different sexes and all that. There was a dichotomy there is all I'm saying. And and I was on the fence between Kathy Barnett and Dr. Oz, and I think I just kind of fell on Dr. Oz's side because if the left hates Dr. Oz for some reason so much, I think there's got to be a good reason we want him in office well, if they you're think, a conservative. They think he's a turncoat. I mean, let's face it, Oprah's the one oh, who they, called him out, really made him America's that. doctor. I don't think they really know anything about I, I think if, if Mehmet Oz was elected to the U.S. Senate, he would probably behave like a fantastic, good conservative like you would expect a conservative to be. He wouldn't be like an Arlen Specter where back in the day you could you know, vote however you wanted on your conscience or a Senate 
Senator Casey still does this, you know, as a, a pro-life Democrat. Um, uh, Mehmet Oz will just be a normal conservative, you know, pushing the conservative party line in Washington if elected. And Whatever no. <laughs> he's done in the past doesn't matter. What he's going to be is a fine now, U.S. What do you senator. What Fetterman would be? A perfectly, a perfectly good Democratic. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it, it, Dr. Oz is one person where you can't say, oh, he did this in the past and say, okay, this is how he's going to behave. Uh, uh, Oz says, this is how I am now, and this is how I'll behave if elected. Right. Okay. No, I, I, I think I'm in line with what you're saying there, Mark. Now, if I could just switch topics a little bit. What about the, uh, the leak that came out of the Supreme Court? Uh where do you think that came from, both of you guys? I just, uh, do you have an opinion yet on that? Well, the most logical thing is it came from a liberal justice's, one of their clerks, but there is another school of thought that says it would have been a conservative uh, justice's clerk who did it. So depending I, on what you believe the actual motivation was, you can find an argument for either side having done it. I, I know who did it based on absolutely no evidence. Oh, who is that? Ginny Thomas. Who is she? The wife of Clarence Thomas. Oh, Clarence Thomas's yes, wife. Yes, I think she did. I think she saw it on his desk, and I think she saw it as a great way to get uh, um, Chief Justice Robert Sean Roberts to f- to fall in line and to uh, you know to vote well, their the way. That's the wildest conspiracy theory Thank I've heard you. yet. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, but it makes perfect sense. She's the only person that it works within the court or is near the court or even associated with the court crazy enough to do it. Again, I'm not. <laughs> You know, I'm not a big media consumption kind of guy. So, I, I, how is this investigation going on uh, so far? What's, what, uh, you know, has there been any leaks? You know, what's that guy, that Schiff guy from California? Has he come out and made all kinds of announcements to? I don't uh, think it, CNN about I don't think Congress is investigating. No, I think it's, it's, just it's the Supreme court. court doing it. It's not necessarily a crime. It depends on the sergeant in arms. Yeah, or, the sergeant okay, in arms or somebody like that is conducting the investigation. But it's not necessarily a crime unless somebody stole the document or you know went into someone's office and physically removed it. Mike, you want to hold on or call back? Oh yeah, definitely. I want to talk more about this leak. Okay. Well, but which do you want to do? Hold on or call back? Oh, I want to talk about the leak and hold on. Okay. Hold on. Okay, there you go. All right, stand by. All right, we're going to take a six-minute break, then we'll put Mike back on the radio, then we'll do news headlines, and uh, we'll continue with open phones on WDKOK's Monday morning On the Mark program. This is WDKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome aboard WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. We're enjoying open phones. We're going to hit the news headlines shortly. Let me remind you, on the mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please go to sunburymotors.com. Do as I've done. Build a Ford F-150 electric lightning truck for your best friend and make sure that uh, he gets a chance uh, to drive it and enjoy it. Zero to 60 in like five seconds. It's crazy. When you have it in all-wheel drive and those 
those motors kick in on all four wheels and you have the wider tires that come with the sport version it's crazy it's uh, ridiculous acceleration all right our toll-free line open call us 1-800-795-9565 you can email us at on the market wkok.com you can text us at 70236 include the keyword otm uh, mike called before the break and held through the break so we'll let him finish his call but we'll take more comers 1-800-795-9565 and mike wants to talk about a leak yeah, the leak. And one thing I did leave out about my conversation about your previous caller, he uh, railed against the big money in politics, and he kind of indicated it was going to the Republican people. Well, back in 2020, one of the technology robber barons donated almost a half a billion dollars to key blue states and blue cities in order to, quote, get out the vote, okay, whatever that means, you know. So... Five hundred, almost a half. It was almost five hundred million, which is a half a billion. And to me, that's a lot of big money going into blue states and blue cities to organize efforts to get out the votes. Now, as far as the leak, you know, right away, you know, it seemed very suspicious, obviously. And you know, the motivation. What was the motivation? And the Democrats came out saying, "Well, the Republicans had everything to gain by this." And they were saying that when even some, you know, some of these talking head Democrats were saying this is a big positive for Democrats. But let's let's look look at it. What did it do? Okay, we have millions of non-English speaking people being relocated into our country, uh, you know, basically secretly, and it's going to be a tremendous cost to the the government as far as benefits and, and relocation money and housing and all that. We're not talking about that. Skyrocketing inflation. Yeah, that's getting mentioned a little bit, but the big story for almost a week was the uh, the leak. Free-falling stock market? Yeah, yeah, well, that's happening, but hey, the biggest thing is uh, this pro-life issue, or pro-democrat, or what do you call it, pro-abortion uh, issue. And now, now and the, the one that gets me, though, is Putin over there threatening nuclear war, and at the same time, we have Americans in our government, you know, basically gloating about some of the things that they claim that we have done against Russia to weaken them, destroy their warships, and things like that. You know, that, good Lord, there's a lot of things really, really going on. And the Democrats now have people whipped up about LGBT kids not being allowed to go to public schools, outlawing interracial marriages, uh, all kinds of all kinds of threats that, believe me, the younger people, not you, Joe, not me, Mark, and Mike. We don't think that's ever going to happen, those those terrible things. But you get down into the 20s and 30s, that age group, I've talked to them. And they are absolutely frightened. You know, like Eric said, he'd vote for, you know, basically any Democrat. Uh, these people now are being scared to the point where just, you know, Republicans are Nazis again. So, so do you think I, this I, is the end of the conservative votes on the court? You don't think Clarence Thompson would Thomas. bring... Uh, Clarence Thompson. Thomas, Thomas thank you. <laughs> would bring up same-sex marriage again or contraceptives or, you know, some racial equality or equal rights vote if he had the opportunity to do so? Well, he, he, may, he may do that, but let's, let's, let's think about this. Do you really believe that our Supreme Court would pass a, or, you know, say something that interracial marriage is prohibited in the United States? Do you think we could devolve to, to some of these countries where that stuff is not allowed? Do you think we could devolve that far? 
Well, that would seem kind of extreme, but I think that there are controversial decisions in the past, you know, 10 years or, well, how long has Clarence Thomason been on, or Thomas, Thomas, (laughs) geez, how long has he been on, 30 years or so, uh, controversial issues that he would just love some court or state or appellate or somebody to bring back to the court to switch. Now, I'm not saying interracial marriage is the, is it. That's your thing. But I would think same-sex marriage could be there or the, uh, you know, the Hobby Lobby and Conestoga uh, contraceptive issue that came back up. Those were close votes, and I think those could... He would probably want to rethink those now that they have the, uh, the MAGA majority on the court. Yeah, I think they're just getting started. With taking oh, I, away all these other rights. Not taking away, righting wrongs that were done earlier. That's how they say it is. It isn't a matter of taking away rights. It's reinterpreting laws that were written by states or wherever and coming, and then finally, in their view, coming down on the right well, the side The last of these time things. I heard a domino theory espoused like that, it was during the Vietnam War. If we don't stop the Chinese communists and from supporting Vietnam, North Vietnam, we're going to lose every country in, the, in Asia. Okay. We, we didn't. All right. So that's all. That's all. We, nobody has anything to worry about. None of these rights are going to be examined again. Mike, do you think Who's that talking about, who has been talking about changing any of that stuff? Uh, Mike, attribute some of your remarks. This is commonly talked about sort of in the undercurrent of discussion about the court now. But Mike, any attribution you care to add about who's most concerned uh, about some of these? Uh, the younger people that I speak to. Okay. I'm not going to name any kids in my family, obviously. Okay. Here, but, uh, you know, it's out there, and, and I'm telling you, they're scaring people, and right now, we have enough things to worry about that are really, really threatening people's lives. Enough so, actual the, issues. <laughs> actual, like, uh, winter's coming, and where's the electric bills going to be when winter gets here? Where's the fuel oil bill going to be here when winter gets here? What is the social cost to, you know, millions of people that don't speak English in our health care system and in our school system? Uh, so many things. And, and then, like I said, the thing that pushed me over the edge was American officials gloating about sinking, you know, the... Uh, the, the flagship, uh, I can't I can't remember names. You know, they, oh, the Muscova uh, or something? Yeah, the Muscova. Okay, not only that one, but then there was another ship. Uh, I call it Makarov. I don't know the exact Russian name. I, uh, there's a gun named the Makarov, which was a, a sidearm that was imported to this country that I know about. But evidently, this was a, uh, an official general, uh, a revered person, and they named a ship off after him. And everybody knows this guy's name if they're a Russian. And we're taking credit for helping sink it. And, and I'm thinking, why? what are we doing? Are we trying to antagonize Russia into doing something incredibly crazy so that we can respond? I, I don't know. And all of a sudden, all this stuff is on the back burner because we're talking about a leak. And finally, the last thing I want to say is, now, they said we're going to find out who this is. And, and, and let's face it, if the, if the Democrats think a Republican did it, they would be going a 110% full out, doing everything, everything that they could, pulling every string, because let's face it, they control all the investigative bodies in our federal government. And if they really wanted to know who leaked it, I think we could find out pretty quick. 
PDQ. Okay, sounds great. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks nice for calling you're in. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We have some emails that related to my remarks about Senator Casey, so we can look at those. And uh, we have uh, a uh, let's see, a text that came in, so we can we read have that. that long EB email we that we haven't read yet. Send us a note, so we'll read that in the radio shortly. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. We have talked about the leak out of the U.S. Supreme Court, Senator Casey's. Uh, um, uh, pro-life record, which as near as I can detect in the U.S. Senate is non-existent. And, but he says he's pro-life, but he mostly supports, I think he always says, I support women and children one way or another, or somehow, some way. Um, let's see, what else? Have we, we have talked about? Oh, yeah, could some uh, rights be eroded? This is kind of an undercurrent in the U.S. Supreme Court uh, discussion. You know, would we lose, would women lose some of the rights that they've gained over the years? I don't think we'd go so far back as to women to lose the right to vote, but are there other women's or civil well, why rights? why not throw that one in, too? Or racial equity? <laughs> <laughs> Let's take the vote the away ma- the from The MAGA women. majority on that the... That really get the base of the Democratic Party hopped up. Right. The MAGA majority on the court would want to take away women's right to vote. Yeah, I think that would cause a bit of a stir. They'd probably protest in front of Brett Kavanaugh's house if that happened. Why not? Oh, wait. <laughs> They're already they already are. are. <laughs> okay. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us now. Now, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Brief news headlines. Milton Borough Police investigating an accident Sunday involving an EMS vehicle operated by Evangelical Community Hospital. Officers tell us there was an 8.30 a.m. two-vehicle crash involving two SUVs at the intersection of Hepburn Street and Turbot Avenue. No one hurt in the Evan Medic 1 SUV. But the person in the other vehicle sustained injuries and was taken to the hospital. We're awaiting more details on all of that. One of the Republican U.S. Senate candidates uh, brought her message to WKOK's On the Mark program. Uh, former U.S. Ambassador under President Trump, uh, Carla Sands, said that is one of the things that makes her stand out in a field of Republicans. The uh, Department of Defense actually gave me their highest civilian honor for my work countering Russia and China. We did things like block that Russian gas pipeline. I'm the only one on either side of the aisle ready on day one to bring opportunity to Pennsylvania. Sam says that that honor came during her time serving as ambassador in Greenland, and she also helped the U.S. improve trade with Russia by 43 percent, bringing more jobs to the U.S. in the process. Sands also claims she is America first, unlike two of her counterparts, one of whom she says is Turkey first, and the other one, meaning the country. Well, don't you think she has Turkey. a little trouble pronouncing the name of the state? Did you hear that audio clip? Of her? Sounds to me like she said Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Well, maybe she does. I, don't, I, didn't, I did not notice. I try to stick to the issues. Oh, yes, you sure l- you do. Mistakes. Tell me another fairy tale. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yes. You can hear a recent On the Mark program if you want to hear Carla Sands' remarks. Onward State is reporting some Penn State campus landmarks, including the Nittany Lion Shrine, Old Main Hall and the Hintz Family Alumni Center were targets of vandalism over the weekend. University police say spray-painted messages or a red paint on the lion were part of the issue. The university said they thought they were profoundly disturbing acts, especially at a time when many families were taking photographs of their uh, graduates at Penn State. 
And uh, let's see a couple of things. Nationally, a man who is in jail accused of killing his wife still managed to win a local primary election in Indiana last week. Andrew Wilhoyt, who's facing a murder charge, will be on the ballot in November for one of the three Republican seats on the local township board. According to the Indiana state requirements, he still can be eligible to fill the seats unless he pleads guilty or is convicted. Wilhoyt goes on trial in August. And finally, most people can't take seven minutes away from social media, but a new study says that taking seven days away from Facebook could lead to better mental health. The U.K. research researchers found that uh, one-week digital detox can reduce anxiety and depression. And we're not just talking about teenagers. The study involved individuals age 18 to 72 who averaged about eight hours of social media media time per week. That's like you, Joe. That's about how much you spend on social media on Facebook. Eight hours? Looking for grandchildren of your friends and neighbors. Um, yeah, well, eight hours is nothing. I know people who spend eight hours it's a more day. more than an hour a day. Yeah, eight hours a day. On um, Anyway, uh, those who took seven digital days off had an increased sense of well-being than those who continued to scroll. <laughs> yeah, I agree with this. I, I Do you? I, I'm off Facebook for fun and enjoyment and scrolling. Of course, I have to keep it for work, so I use it to post things related to Dippy KOK, but I do not look at it for fun anymore, and it's well, wonderful. What kind of fun would you get out of it? My lovely bride tells me if there's something important on Facebook, I need to know, and then we go from there. Okay. So I don't consider Facebook fun. I consider well, it... Well, it's like an addictive scroll I was doing. I'm not sure how to describe it, but it's just like one hour would lead to another. I think what would be better about it is if you could actually determine for yourself what shows up on your screen when mm-hmm. you call it up. Yeah, you the, can't do that. No, I mean, and you got ads. They do it and, for you. Joe, they're better about determining what you well, wish to see are, than you are. They've made the choices for me, so I don't even have to think. <laughs> you don't have to think. All right, let's take a quickie break. We've got some emails pending. One relates to Senator. Oh, the, key, the text and the email both relate to Senator Casey. And uh, what is this individual saying? Let's click on that. What's the topic of that? The Mark Esper's book is mentioned there. So we'll talk about that shortly. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Local or national issue on your mind, give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at on the mark at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Kevin 
yelled so loud on Saturday. He was in Danville. I heard him in Northumberland. I was actually in I was actually in Wilkesbury yelling really loud. No! Because I had the three, not I, I had epicenter and not rich strike. Okay, we don't have much time for this, but honestly, give folks if they didn't pay attention a thirty-second glimpse of what happened Saturday. This is crazy. The rich to one outs, outsider won. Yeah, right. rich strike eighty to one, which means eighty dollars you would win for every dollar you bet. How did he get into the race? Scratch at the last uh, he, minute. Yeah, he was actually not supposed to be in the race. Right. One of the horses scratched so he could jump in. That happened on Friday, and he comes out of before, nowhere. 30 minutes before the deadline. He comes out of nowhere. A $2 bet went, would uh, won $163.60. If you would have picked Rich Strike and Epicenter in the Exacta, which is the one-two finish, it paid over $4,100. If you would have picked all three oh. in order, oh come on! <laughs> it was fourteen thousand eight hundred and seventy dollars. No one got that. And if you picked the Superfecta, which is one, two, three, and four, three hundred twenty-one thousand plus yeah, is nobody, what you cashed nobody in. Nobody won any of those <laughs> scenarios. I know. You just named. I, I did see a couple of people though that did put some money on uh, the long shot to win. Okay. Well, uh, I, I and and unfortunately, I did not pick the. I picked the not as long yes, long shot. Strategic betters do that. What's, you know, a, they, they what's amazing? What's really amazing is watching the overhead video that they shot from a drone, and you see how far back that horse was, and it how was that nowhere jockey, in the mean, in in the near distant future of winning that. And race. even the even the announcer, he was still focused on the two leaders. When all of a sudden this horse is coming up on the outside, and really, it's almost like he didn't notice him until he pulled ahead, and then he started getting really excited. Did he know who it was right away? Yeah, well, he okay. said, you know, and then he was realized what had happened, and he really sounded excited. Now, is this a contender for the other races? No, well, I don't think so. Well, we'll find out. He appears to be a very high-spirited animal. He was nipping at the pony that's he supposed was. to lead him back to the paddock. <laughs> he was a little bit rambunctious on the way They had back. a lot of trouble settling him down, but, uh, you know, that's, that's the kind of story that makes sports... It brings new life into sports when mm-hmm. you have something like that. Most and, exciting two minutes. Yep. So we've so got, when I heard you yelling, that was from Wilkesbury. Yes, That's crazy. That was me yelling from Wilkesbury, wow. going no, because I had three and he finished second. Well, how much, uh, never no, mind. I'm I sorry, I was moving on I was, to I was the. Uh, say how much money did you lose? But that's private. So no, no, I, 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 I not, not that much. <laughs> I, I mean, I actually won because I bet the three horse win place show. So I, I, it paid out wherever he landed. That's across the board, isn't it? Correct. That, that would that, be called right? across the board. Very <laughs> okay. good, Joe. Wow. I went to a horse race once. All right. We have some emails here. One of them, and taking you to task here. Well, I Mr. said Casey. Senator Casey is a pro-life Democrat. Well, here we have the definitive answer. You've got to be kidding me. Casey won't take a leak without Schumer's permission. <laughs> you say Casey's a pro-life Democrat? He doesn't vote that right, way. That's correct. He does not. He just says that he is. And he relies on Pennsylvanians who know he is a pro-life Democrat to support his record, which and is I non-existent. I don't on. think they were talking about the kind of leak going on at the Supreme no, Court. No, no. But uh, I, I get what you're saying. He calls himself a pro-life Democrat, and that's how he runs. I don't know of any votes that really indicate that in Washington, if any. I, just, and, I don't, All right. You know, but we haven't had that kind of vote very often. But you're right. He votes wherever the Dems tell him to vote. One of our texters says, Mark, you just said Casey is pro-life. How do you think he'll vote on Schumer's attempt to codify Roe into federal law? He, he will vote for it, and he will say, 
while I don't like abortion, I am standing up for women and girls and making sure that we provide all the care and funding and helps necessary for women and girls and children. I, there's the statement. Blah, blah, we're going to get it blah. later. Yeah, we're going to get it later this week. There it is. Now you've heard it. All right. And Clarence Thomas is in an interracial marriage. For Pete's sake, why would he lean to abolish it? Maybe he wants well, to get maybe, away, yeah, get maybe he won't wife. vote for it. It's the MAGA folks that are going to vote for it. I don't think so. So every law not in the Constitution could be overturned. Get out and vote for Democrats to keep America for Americans. Signed, Bob. Okay. All right. We'll take it. All right. Uh, then let's see. Another Dennis says, there's an old adage, without freedom of speech, we would not know who the idiots are. <laughs> yeah, thank you for... <laughs> yeah, the parent, parent, parenthetical statement within there is, thanks for calling the show, folks. All right. <laughs> You can Yeah, you can hit delete that yeah, because that's right. in the upper right-hand corner. And then this one uh, from EB we didn't get to, and I will concede here that EB has something of a point if I can get this expanded large. If you X that read. out plus the there we go. Esper's one, you'll see it. EB says the conservative hypocrisy machine is operating at full speed. Over the weekend, there were protests in front of Brett Kavanaugh's house, reportedly organized by his own neighbors. And, well, I, I don't buy that. No, that is very true. <laughs> Most of the protesters there walked to the house from their house. Okay, this, of course, was in response to the leaked ruling that suggests Roe versus Wade will be overturned. How did conservatives react to this protest? By going online and crying for civility. Here's where he has a point. Where was the civility at the times the pro-life people shot abortion doctors or bombed clinics? Where was the civility all the times women were harassed as they entered a clinic? What exactly is civil about these evangelical wingnut justices forcing their personal religion on the American people as an excuse to take away a long established, constitutionally settled right. Doesn't seem very civil to me. That's the last sentence is where I disagree with him, you know. But go ahead. Uh, to meet incivility with civility would be an exercise in stupidity. In other words, our friend E.B. is saying to us, two wrongs make a right. As we're seeing now and previously saw many times during the disastrous Trump administration, conservatives want to enact to shut up, uh, enact heinous policies that will hurt people. But those people are expected to shut up and just let it happen. I say screw that. Let the conservative justices feel the same fear millions of American women are feeling right now. I hope these conservative justices can't set foot outside their houses without getting an earful. I hope they can't dine peacefully at a restaurant or do their grocery shopping in peace. They have earned the outrage. Oh, and don't bother with the usual quip about tolerant liberals. We have zero reason to be tolerant in the face of evil and injustice. So, in other words, exercising the legal rights of this Constitution is evil and injustice. And there is certainly nothing that requires the justices to rule one way or another. Their, inter- their job is to interpret the Constitution of the United States. Yeah, but to impose their will on other people, is E.B.'s point, I mean, their religious views are but their closely held beliefs. Every, that's the nature of the Supreme Court. It imposes its will on I other think, people. I, I think the U.S. Supreme Court is name uh, me a decision making a mistake that here. Name me a decision of the Supreme Court that didn't impose its will on other people. Well, that's and, true. Anyone would be fine. But it's, it's, you're taking your personally, closely held religious beliefs and then layering them on top of the law instead of just looking at the law. That's what's happening here. Why? But, All right. So what, but what we have an belief? outbreak of incivility that's been going on both sides of the aisle for a long time now. No argument. But I don't think protesting in front of Brett Kavanaugh's house is incivil. They... they keep uh, quiet. They're not loud. You know, they don't have a megaphone or anything like that. They were, when Brett Kavanaugh was being 
uh, vetted to be on the court, or maybe when his hearings were underway, they were honking in front of the house. You know, somebody said honk right. if you don't want him to become. But they stopped that. I mean, that was a violation of motorist laws, and so they put a stop to that. Well, I mean, in a residential neighborhood, causing a disturbance would be considered bre- uh, just not breaking the peace, or but what do they call that charge? Oh, can't think of the name of criminal it. mischief. Or no, 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 um, no, no, no. Raising yes. cane when you're. When oh, you is that a, the official charge? Okay, thank you. Yeah, I have a feeling that's not the official charge. No, it's not. I can't think but, of what it uh, is. But disturbing the peace. Yeah, that's it. Disturbing the peace. That's I think exactly you said it. That. You oh, did ruled I? it out. I don't think it is worded that way. It's something else. It's well, like harassment or something. I mean, I think people do have the right to protest, but then let's let's make it even. Let's get a bunch of religious wing nuts, as our friend E. B. calls them, in front of the homes of the liberal justices and so, see if they like it. Sonia Sotomayor <laughs> lives privately in a, down the end of a lane, so she won't even hear you. Uh, let's see. Uh, did you read all these? Yes. I oh, did. okay. You did get. Those. I did get all, all those. Right, we so, Dan. We have Dan. Dan, go right ahead. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning. You know, Biden said he was going to be the great uniter. Well, he's not doing a very good job. <laughs> I think it was Friday. He called the MAGA group a group of extremists that he never seen before. So he's really doing a good job at uniting the United States, isn't he? Yeah, he he kind of gave that up. That did well, not work I, no, out. No, I don't believe that. I believe he has united us. We all believe the man is incapable of doing the job that he was elected to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of Democrats feel that way, too. That's true. That is very uniting. Not in the way that he had hoped. Yeah, and he, uh, he keeps palling right on, right with Hillary Clinton, said, you know, we were the great half the Trump voters are deplorables and I forget who the other person was said Trump voters are irredeemable we can't even be saved we're irredeemable so boy you talk about trying to unite us you know that is just the opposite of what what Biden promised of course everything else he does is is not helping either, but that, on top of it, calling us extremists, I, I don't know any, I don't know, I, I suppose there are some, but somewhere, some place that Trump voted as an extremist. Well, what about January 6th? I mean, that's sort of the gold standard of extreme behavior <laughs> now, and those were Trump supporters. Uh, we're, we're just uh, good. Uh, the Trump voters I know are just patriots that love America first, and uh, they they want the border under control. Isn't it interesting? Biden is over there. He would spend once thirty three billion more dollars to send equipment into the Ukraine very interesting when our borders wide open and did you ever wonder why I see a lot of the liberals won't say where but flying big Ukrainian flags you ever wonder why why they're flying Ukrainian flags yeah why are they it when they when our borders wide open they don't <laughs> give there is some irony there. At our border. Okay. Because 
they still have that bandana, they think that Russia backed Trump. They still think that in 2016, they think it was Russia that put Trump in office, which wasn't true at all. And and they still have that vendetta against Russia. So now this is their opportunity to get back at Russia. That's why Biden's throwing all kinds of money in there and the Democrats go right along with it and the republicans are trying to hold back on this big money we're sending in when for a couple a couple billion we could we could have finished our own border and had it secured in fact everything was paid for by the past administration that here we are all i'm not but the Dems are all worried about the Ukrainian borders. I'm more worried about our border being secure. Well, it would be a, a good a good idea to secure the border. I'm not going to argue that with you. But, you know, it is what it is. And until we get a change of administrations, it's not likely to happen. I mean, even his own party's now starting to look at the border situation and say something's got to be done. But he doesn't seem to have the will to do it, and I think it's because he's trying to appease the far left wing of his party. Exactly. Exactly right. But they're sure they're sure united on Ukraine. I'll give them that. They be, the Democratic Party became hawks on the Ukraine war. Yep, that they did. Yep, All right, we got hawks. you, Dan. Thank you so much for calling in. Thanks, Dan. You guys have a great day. You great too, sir. With you. All right, appreciate the call. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'll take a quickie break. Uh, we got twenty minutes left in the show. Open phones. Uh, we're talking about uh, President Biden uh, leaving the U.S. southern border open while being ultra concerned about Russia crossing the Ukrainian U.S. or not the Ukrainian. <laughs> Ukrainian-Russian border, or Belarus, or whichever border you're talking about over there. Uh, let's see. Senator Casey, is he a Democrat who's pro-life or not? Uh, the evidence says no, but his mouth says yes, so you decide. Roe v. Wade and the U.S. Supreme Court and the leak and the MAGA majority at the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, where will they stop? Are they just now feeling their oats? Do they want to overturn some other rulings, too? That was part of a discussion. And... Mamet Oz under fire by Republicans and Democrats, and uh, but supported by the president. Those are our topics so far. The former president. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Call us now. Yeah, Kevin's got the racetrack blue. Blew another eighteen dollars at the track over the weekend. He told us that if you had a one dollar trifecta, you could have made three hundred thousand bucks over the weekend. I can yeah. imagine what would have happened on the Jack Benny show. The late Sheldon uh, Leonard who played a race t- track tout on the show. He would say, hey, bud, who do you like in the fifth? A golden boy. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> but but most of the time, you put $2 down on that. Okay. Yes. It would have been so it would have been 000? over 600000 almost $700,000. Uh, well, now, if mine, you could have only read t- today's paper on Friday, and you could have made that bet. <laughs> I, I just need to, I, I didn't have 1.21 gigawatts to do that. A friend of mine made their money back, and they bet $2 on all the underdogs. 
and none of the contenders, <laughs> and he made like nine hundred dollars. Yeah, he, he, he had to you, get, yeah, he got your money back. Right, then. he had to pay yeah. his two two dollars back for all the other ones. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, I just needed Doc Brown's uh, DeLorean, and uh, I could have made some cash today, yesterday, <laughs> or this weekend. The reference there is to Back to the Future, in case you missed it. Okay. 1.21 gigawatts. Oh, if you could go Back to the Future. Okay, I got you. All righty, and let's see. Another listener says, speaking of bad investments or gambling, Dow Jones Industrial Average down about 425 points right at the morning moment. So the uh, uh, the uh, ongoing rise in the Dow that President Biden got to enjoy earlier, we're in the midst of a pretty steady correction. So uh, we're going to go down below the Trump level oh, soon. Oh, it's good to hear you say that, because last week you argued with me that the economy is booming. Now you have had an epiphany. <laughs> well, Wall Street's not the economy, exactly, but we have Wall Street's on a correction. Unemployment, of course, we added 400,000 new jobs. Is that a booming economy, or is that still bad? We've got two new multiple 100-plus employers coming to the area. That's part of a bad economy. No, right? I said our area was booming. Oh, okay. I don't think I the United you. States economy is booming. All right. Uh, let's see. Bob has been patiently waiting while we prattled through horse racing and Dow Jones Industrials. Bob, you're on the mark. Yeah, not to talk about donkey. Uh, you know, all these lies of Republicans are shouting out about the border being wide open. Well, I'll tell you what, this border's been getting new walls put up all of our lives. They allocate so much money for that border wall, not like Trump wanted to do and take money from the military families and put it towards the wall. That's which a lie. Is ridiculous and pathetic. He wasn't taking it from the military yes, family. He, he was did. taking it from the military budget. Well, same thing, isn't it? Well, Not some of it was, uh, yeah, some of it was destined to help families, but that's all right. Let's let's suppose that's his prerogative to spend the military money how he so chooses. This, if the border's not wide open, which it is true, it's not wide open. That's that is a misstatement. Describe how the border really is, Bob. Well, I've never been there. I assume that people <laughs> that their lives are uh, at risk of being killed or out of. And hunger and not bringing drugs over. That's the big thing is this fentanyl. If we wouldn't have stupid Americans using these drugs, we wouldn't have this coming into our country. But until every drug E is killed or died, it's going to keep continuing. Okay. So how many people are coming in the U.S. illegally, in your view? Illegally? Yeah. In my view, I'd assume there's at least a thousand, maybe a thousand a day. Oh maybe I don't gosh. know. You I, keep I've going. never been there, like I said. Well, yeah, Try you're, eighteen thousand. Yeah, you're you're off by three times or so. But in any okay, event, okay, I'm lying. Okay, well, <laughs> you're not lying. lying. You're, you're just, just uninformed. That's all. And I haven't been there either. But I think a lot of this is out there. You don't have to go there to see it. We have folks that are telling us. We know we're letting in uh, about a million folks a month uh, illegally. So. Um, you know, it's a big issue. And, of course, drugs and is a factor. You're right. Of course, our demand for drugs is the big issue. But we, no, want, agree with him on we that. want more and more fentanyl. So that's a good way to bring it in. So we know some of that's coming over the border illegally. And I think there are some people that are coming into the U.S. illegally who have the, the plight that you described. Those are bona fide asylum seekers that can wait in Mexico. So I, I just think we're trying to paint an accurate picture here. It is not true that we have an open border, but we certainly have a very porous border border. That is uh, without doubt a safe argument. All right. Thank you so much, Bob. 
But what yeah, we should you. have is a closed border, and we definitely don't have that. Right, we do not have that. And we, uh, President Trump tried to seal the border as best he could with the funds available and uh, made some progress, but then reeled back some of the progress. Uh, President Biden reeled back some of the progress that was made. Uh, okay, so uh, this is a new text right there. All right, Mark. So January 6th is the gold standard for extremism. I guess the riots and destruction of 2020 by Black Lives Matter and Antifa were just carnival in cities across the USA. Well, maybe if you could collectively quantify, you know, damage done or, you know, injury to our uh, facilities, probably second, I would imagine, you know, if, if you had to do that. Certainly the the vast majority of the 2020 protests against police brutality and racism were non-violent, but uh, there yeah. were there were certainly outbreaks of violence that occurred at them. And uh, my lovely daughter is in Eugene and says Portland is still hot every night, all the time, never stopped. It's been ongoing there, right. and that you know they can't go there. They can't. They can go to Portland and visit in the outskirts of town, but you can't go downtown. It's wouldn't. It's not 100 percent safe today. And who, and who is in there? It's not not conservatives, it's Antifa. Right. But I still think, that, you know, I, I just but think January just 6th, idea. fomented by a president, I mean, President Biden or President Obama didn't encourage the, uh, violence in 2020. And maybe they didn't do enough to stop it, but they certainly didn't encourage it. But we had a president in office who's about 50% culpable for January well, 6th. No argument. I think he deserves a, a fair measure of condemnation. So that's why extremism he did or didn't do. and uh, bad behavior, January 6th remains the gold standard. Everything else is second and third and wherever. Uh, Joe, this is brand new, this whole one right here. This is from our friend Eric. He says, I keep being called a radical liberal on this show, but really, I'm quite conservative as many of my thoughts. But but I believe a woman has some rights to her own body. So here's my thoughts in print on Roe versus Wade. I am against abortion as birth control and I am for having a woman go through some form of counseling prior to an abortion being performed. If it is being done only for birth control. It is known that women who have abortions as strictly birth control very often regret that decision later in life. However, when a state such as Texas, and now a few others, can state that a woman must carry a baby to term even though it is the result of rape, incest, or other illegal activity, then we do need federal oversight. I put it to you all. If your wife or daughter was raped and became pregnant, would you sit by and force them to go through another nine months of trauma to have the baby. Of course not. And that's my argument why we still need Roe v. Wade. Women now have and should continue to have rights over their own bodies. And when Texas can enact a law which not only prevents that, but also rewards people monetarily for turning in their neighbors, that is Nazism and needs to be stopped by federal oversight. Counter-argue anyone? All right. Open yeah, up. I'll counter-argue some of it. <laughs> like what? <laughs> well... You know, with the, I agree with him. If your wife or daughter was raped, I think that would become a very, very real thing to you. And I'm trying to remember who it was. Some political candidate for president was outdone or undone when they he was asked what would happen if his wife had been raped, whether he would like – I think it was not Walter Mondale. It was um, – who was that crazy guy that was riding in a tank, the liberal who lost so badly? 
That was Mondale. No, no, no. Yes, this, it was. It was uh, they showed Dukakis. Us. Dukakis. Oh, you're you know. right. You're right. You're he right. was asked about what would happen, and he gave a very anemic response about like, oh well, I think I would accept <laughs> we'll have to that. Follow the law. Right. You know. So if it was your wife or daughter, I think you'd think. I agree with Eric. I think you'd feel entirely different about it. But society, I think, does have some kind of a vested interest in protecting life. You know, I think we're never going to resolve this. I've said before, and I don't think we're ever going to find a serious way to live together with it, because people who oppose it are always going to oppose it as vehemently as they can, and people who support it are going to support it as vehemently as they can. Right. But, you know, even in Eric's email, he says, okay, women have a right to choose, but I think, well, they should have some counseling. You know, I think, I think this is a woman's private, moral, and medical, and totally 100%, 120% private decision. I don't, I can't think of any satisfactory legal, appropriate oversights that I can impose on this. I, had, I think we had a great argument from Carrie Albright last week that, you know, us old white guys have no idea what it is to have a baby or to be pregnant or to have a womb or to, to go through even, you know, these options or these thoughts or to be raped or uh, was raped or became pregnant or whatever. But she, in doing uh, that, just let me finish. I, and I just think that we should leave it up to women if they have the, the morality and the opportunity to undergo some counseling and their interests that they so should no they shouldn't be forced no to. No restrictions at all. No. Why should, why should you go down to a woman and say, okay, or speak to a woman and say, okay. Last trimester. Let me know what, you, well, no, that's, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, age is fine. I think, you know, at some point, that seems reasonable, 20 weeks, I think, which is where we're at now, or 24 weeks, something like that. That seems fine. The abortion pill. But I don't then know there what, are limitations. So now we're, we're, we're conceding there should be limitations, and we're only arguing over what those limitations right. should be. And now that we've established what you are, Mark. All, all, we're, all, we're, all we're haggling about is the price. Perfect. All right. <laughs> to be continued. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Maybe somebody has a remark about this. I think the abortion pills that women take are now, just... that surprised me that the over 54% of abortions now are by a pill. They're not like, as our friend uh, Lance calls in, and uh, sucking the, the limbs off the child and ripping it apart. Most of them are strictly a pill now. Right, which causes a miscarriage. Um, what what is it? Eight weeks or twelve weeks? Uh, early on, it's I think like the eight. first trimester. I think it's the first trimester. Okay, one eight hundred. Anyway, all right. So we're on that topic. U.S. Supreme Court: President Biden porous border. Senator Casey's uh, fake uh, Democratic pro-life resume. Uh, U.S. Supreme Court: The leak and Dr. Oz have been our topics. We need your last word. Somebody call us immediately. Give us your two cents. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. That's one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Give us two cents. Uh, you give us that two cents, and we will give you a good feeling for having expressed your views on the radio. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. 
Kevin wants to go back in time and get his 20 bucks back that he lost on the ponies. No, he wants to put it on the right horse. Well, yeah, that's true. Ooh, can you imagine if I were, you would have bet 20 bucks on, on, on the that? trifecta? Yeah, that would be $1.8 million, and Kevin wouldn't be sitting there I was right going to say, I would not be here right now. No, you'd be dealing with the IRS who's trying to take half of it from you. I, I, I would take that chance. I speculated about something medical on the radio, and I could not have summoned Cindy any faster if I had dialed her up on the phone myself. She's on the line with Hopefully, the facts about the time frame of Mephipristone. Oh, sorry. I did not look Oh, that okay. Up. Never mind. It's open phone. I'm sorry. Go right ahead. I, I, I couldn't remember what the time frame is that women can take the abortion pills. I said 8 to 12 weeks, but I don't remember what it is. I believe it's up to 14 weeks. Okay. All right. But that's um, not why you called. That's not why I called. I called because of this. There are, in this country, at least two faiths who do not believe that people should get blood transfusions. And by extension, I assume a lot of the uh, medications that are derived from human blood donations. Should they be allowed, then, since that's their faith, that's what they believe, which we can all respect, I hope, should they be allowed to use the government to inflict that belief on the rest of us? I say no. Well, I have no right to deny me a blood transfusion or treatment for hemophilia or treatment for cancer or treatment for to uh, prevent me coming down with lockjaw, tetanus. So I, people are so short-sighted in this, it, it breaks my heart. But, Cindy, you're, you're missing one little point, is that some of these religions that don't believe in any medical treatment for children have been overturned. They've been, the uh, guardians have been appointed, the hospitals have gone to court to force the treatment on people who wouldn't take it. And they were wrong to do that. So we should let the children die. Society People has no. People should have the right to the integrity of their body. Well, what if my what if my religion recommended sacrificing children on an altar somewhere? Well, you know, would that be okay? Because I, I'm not interfering with your rights. Well, the, <clears throat> no, because that would be a, a different circumstance. No, I don't agree with that. And, I, and so you're going to argue, well, every woman, when she becomes pregnant, instantaneously that becomes a child. I don't agree. The science doesn't support that. Nor would that uh, zygote fetus survive outside the womb were you to remove it and try to save it. So right. I, I disagree. But I think you ought to consider hard when you're pushing your faith down other people's throats. They, you then enable them to do the same thing to you. Yeah, who knows what the MAGA majority on the court believes religiously. They may <laughs> say it's okay to stone people or something. That's who Old knows? Testament, brother. All right. Thank you so much, Cindy. Thank Thanks for calling in. Great point. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WK. Okay, Sunbury.